With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, welcome. Welcome to Fearless with Jason Whitlock. I am Jason Whitlock. Happy Tuesday to you. Uh, although I'm not sure if everybody's going to be happy uh, when this show is over and complete, I have totally scrapped the game plan going into today's show. I called TJ Huspenzada this morning, dear friends. TJ, don't need you today. We're going to move you to later in the week. Told Greg Couch in Chicago, bro, we'll probably catch you tomorrow. Uh, Jerome Solomon in Houston, I wanted to talk some about Deshaun Watson and what's going on with him. So we were going to roll out and talk to uh, Jerome Solomon, columnist for the Houston Chronicle. Don't need him. I am fired up. I am probably going to get emotional today. Uh, When I bring my flag out, as I have done today, it's not a good sign. It's not good, bro. It's not a good sign, Jim. I don't know if you remember the last time I brought a flag out in studio. Uh, It was actually the day uh, after Kobe Bryant scored 60 points in his final game. I believe that's the last time I did this. I was at Fox Sports, and I I, I brought – was it then or – I melted down about something at Fox Sports, and I, remember, I wrapped myself in the flag. Maybe it wasn't Kobe Bryant. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But when I bring my flag out, there's only one. This is like DEFCON Def 3. Okay. The next level and the only higher level is DEFCON 4. And so if you ever see me on set holding my Bible, you know the apocalypse is about to happen or the apocalypse has come. It's not the purge good. is coming. It's not good. Mm. And so, uh, Jim, buckle up. Am I safe right here? I mean, I'm awfully close. Am I safe? Buckle up. Let's go. Uh, I think I'm going to irritate some people today. Uh, I don't hope. I I bet you won't. I hope you don't get caught in the collateral damage uh, that I'm about to do. Hey, hey. Uh, But no one's going to talk about this honestly, I don't believe, other than me and this show. Simone Biles, the Olympic gymnast, the the GOAT goat. of all gymnasts, she quit last night on the U.S. women's gymnastics team. She quit. Now, across America, across social media, across the corporate media, uh, you're going to hear a lot about mental health and (laughs) hope. This is actually a, a sign of strength, and uh, she's taking care of herself and looking out for her mental health. And everybody's going to play patty cake. Everybody's going to play nice. Simone Biles is a little pocket-sized human being, like four foot nine, uh, looks like a little teenager, but she's actually a grown-ass woman. She's 24 years old, and this smoke that I'm about to deliver is well-deserved. I am at my wits end. And that's why I brought my flag out today. Uh, A lot of people love to talk smack on people who wrap themselves in the flag. Mm -hmm. Oh, just wrapping yourself in the flag. The flag don't mean nothing. Ain't never done nothing for you. Yeah. What the flag done done for a black man? There you go. And they like to wrap themselves in race, Victimhood. Uh, victimhood. They like to wrap themselves in their gender identity. Mm. They like to wrap themselves in their sexuality. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of things people wrap themselves and prioritize as the most important. I have tried to wrap myself 
in my Christian faith and in my country. And if I'm wrong for that, you. Wow. If I'm wrong for that, you. And still on the air? Yeah, we are still on the air. And, and I'm going to tell you why I say that, and I bring Simone Biles into this. And, and, and why I'm, I'm on edge today that was even before I found out Simone Biles quit on the U.S. women's gymnastics team after performing badly in the vault or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she just quit. But I was already on edge, Jim, and I'm just gonna be—I'm gonna be honest with you. Why I'm, I was already on edge? Uh, the January 6th investigation, sideshow, dog and pony show that our politicians are running in Washington D.C. I was up all last night reading about these police officers and their testimony, and and I was—I was in this mental space of. They are creating an America that's so detached from reality that I feel like I'm the alien, that I'm outside the reality that corporate media and politicians and the power structure and the puppet masters are creating. I live in a different world. They're trying to convince me, and they got four police officers, one black, one Hispanic, two white guys, and they're, they're going to Capitol Hill to talk about the trauma of January the 6th. And oh my God. And they had some Latino dude, I think. I think he was Latino. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't care. He said, oh God, I was more afraid here than I was deployed in Iraq during the Capitol deal. And, and, and I'm looking at the media. That might have been kind of strong. Very strong. I'm looking at the media uh, pretending like and still writing. Oh, there were all these deaths. What a bloody battle there was at the Capitol. And the only person that died at the Capitol was Ashley Babbitt, who was shot by police. And so, Jim, I'm just telling you, I was on edge all night. And then... Late in the night, early in the morning, the news comes across. Simone Biles quits in the Olympics. Mental issues or whatever. She just wasn't feeling it. She wasn't at her best. And I'm just sorry. This new America that we're creating, I don't want any parts of it. Mm. It's a lie. It's a fallacy. It's based on falsehoods. It's a bogus narrative promoted by social media and power-hungry politicians and sycophants in the media who have all been bought and paid for by politicians, China, uh, their puppet masters at the media companies. And so an Olympian, a 24-year-old grown woman goes to the Olympics, performs poorly, and quits. And social media, and I saw this morning, Jen Psaki, uh, or Jen Pasaki, is it Pasaki? Because again, k- kill me if you want that. I don't even the, the the redheaded spokeswoman, the red priestess is what I call her, the spokesman for Biden. Uh, oh, oh. Pasaki, Pasaki, whatever, Jen, whatever. Uh, she's tweeting out, "Oh, Simone Biles is already a hero, and who cares if she if she couldn't finish and, and compete?" And I'm like, "What world are we living in?" where an Olympic athlete could quit in the middle of a team performance. And I want to show you the clip. I I think it's of her bad vault and then her telling her teammates she's quitting. Let's run that clip, and then I'm going to continue. Very uncharacteristic vault for Simone, but it looked like she got almost lost in the air. I love you guys. But you're gonna be just fine. I love you. You guys have training your whole entire life, but it's it's fine. I've been to an Olympics. I'll be fine. This is your first. You go out there and kick ass, okay? So here's one. Hey, I've done this. I've got my medals. This is your first time. Go get them, girl. I'm gonna sit over here in my mask and cheer you on. You go, girl. This, This was just too much for me. I've seen. 
videos of her press conference after this where there's nothing physically wrong with her. She's just saying this was too much stress. And I'm looking at the media and, and, and everybody afraid over social media. Oh, this is a little black girl. If I criticize her, I'm going to be accused of racism. So everybody's going the other direction like, you go, girl. Black girl magic. You looking out for your mental health. You and Naomi Osaka. You go, girls. You show everybody. This woman just quit at the Olympics. And I'm going to tell you why I'm calling it quitting. And I'm not accepting an excuse of, oh, the mental stress. You can't imagine. Jim, we weren't around then. But do you think Jesse Owens was under some mental stress in 1936 at the Berlin Olympics? Wasn't he that black dude? The black dude that ran in front of Adolf Hitler yeah, he and put under, the Nazis on their ass. Yeah, you he think was he was under, under some, stress. some stress? Yeah, he was under some stress. Yeah. Did he fall? Did he quit? He, he, he made Hitler turn around and walk off. And so this is where we've lost it as a country. There you go. And then lost it as black people in this country. People gave their lives sacrificed everything so that we could represent this country, so that we could achieve the kind of things Simone Biles has achieved. Mm -hmm. And you can't get to the biggest stage on the planet where all these people have sacrificed their lives for you. You can't get to that stage and, oh, I'm not feeling it today. I quit. Are you kidding me? And we're co-signing this and acting like this is appropriate and normal. And I'm talking directly to black people. Do you know, you think everybody died so that we could vote for Democrats? That that's the ultimate thing. They died for our freedom. They sacrificed their lives so that we could achieve things that they couldn't. So that we could, re we fought, Jesse. Take your time, bro, take your time. Frederick Douglass fought for the right for black people to participate in the Civil War. That's how bad we wanted to be a part of this country. We fought for the right to go off and die in civil wars. You think there was some pressure on them? Mm. You think there was some stress on them? Mm. What are we teaching these kids? What are we teaching these young people? Why the hell are we convincing them that representing America, no big deal? It's some willy-nilly thing we can just walk away from because, oh, the stress is just too much. And let's applaud this Are you kidding me? D does Simone Biles know a damn thing about what people did for her to get this opportunity and, and running around calling herself the goat with the goat on her uniform? This is ego run amok. This is not courage and Oh, I'm protecting my mental health. What, what, what? Jim, how have we convinced young people and, and a whole generation of Americans that somehow our mental health hinges on these little key moments in athletic events? And that you've flown over to Japan to compete on this team and somehow, oh my God, if I go out and continue to perform and give my best effort, my mental health could collapse immediately and I could die of depression on the spot if I just don't stop here. Let me just stop. I just performed poorly. I just blew it in the vault. Let me, I'm just not feeling it today. If I don't stop now, if I don't quit, I could fall into a depression and fall into a coma and perhaps COVID will jump on me and I'll never recover. Athletes have been dealing with high level stress 
from the Olympics to peewee football for a hundred years. You think Carrie Strug, the little white girl from 1996, I believe, Bella Corolla or whatever, you think her, she, she wasn't under some stress mm -hmm. on a broken ankle or a twisted ankle or an ankle that needed medical attention afterwards? She thought, it wasn't true, but she thought if she didn't go out there and perform and land that vault on a bad ankle, she thought the Olympic team was going to lose. Her coach told, we need you. She went out and did it under incredible stress. But Simone Biles, there's something wrong. Her head's not right. I'm going to quit. F my teammates. This might be their only shot at a gold medal. Yeah, I've got six. I won four in the last one, and I, I've won all these 19, the, all these world championships, and I'm considered the GOAT, and I got the GOAT put uh, plastered on my uniform and shoulders. I consider myself the GOAT, the greatest of all time. It doesn't matter to her that these teammates, this might be their only shot at a gold medal. She quit on them, and we're applauding it and acting like, oh, my God, she's just unbelievable what what courage and this is a mo other athletes and other individuals need to take uh, note of what she just did this is the way you handle mental stress and pressure are you kidding me I'm gonna take it out of sports and I'm just gonna talk about my mama who got divorced from my daddy when I was five years old with me and my brother. We living in the ghetto, my mother and me and my brother, she's a factory worker at Western Electric. You think she wasn't under some stress? Mm -hmm. You think she did? Oh, I'm just gonna call in and quit. I'm under stress. I'm just not, I'm not in the right head space. Get her mind right. <laughs> I think about my grandmother. She wasn't under no pressure. She, no, they, they, they got ran up out of Kentucky by the KKK. They, they tried to lynch her father. But they said that, that, that times is bad now. Go ahead. Yeah, tried, ran up out of Kentucky by the KKK. Not ran up out of Kentucky by a tweet or... Uh, what are all these other things we melt from now? Megyn Kelly. Yeah, any <laughs> Megyn Kelly's criticism, tweet criticism. Megan. They got ran up out of Kentucky by the KKK. My grandmother. Bless her soul. Bless her soul. Take your time. Come on. Up bro. under some stress. <laughs> and what the sacrifices she made so that I could be right where I am today. The sacrifices my mother and father made so I could be where I am today. And this woman just quit at the Olympics? Despite all the sacrifices people have made to put her in that spot? And she's just talking about it nonchalantly like it's no big deal? And all these white liberals and black people obsessed with their skin color are applauding this bullshit? Strage, girl. Strage. You go, girl. Do you, boo. Go ahead. I wonder if anybody's ever mentioned Susie King Taylor to Simone Biles or any of these people applauding this bullshit. Go ahead. Susie King Taylor was born in 1848, born a slave in Georgia. Illegally learned how to read and write. When the Civil War came, she started, she became a nurse and started teaching black soldiers and other soldiers how to read and write. You think she wasn't up under some stress? Okay. And this 24-year-old this woman at the Olympics who's been catered to and had her ass kissed and celebrated for all, oh, <laughs> just quit on her teammates. 
and nothing. And we just, we, we just celebrated. And anybody that criticized her is a racist. Listen, we have been lied to. We've been led astray. This, we have, instead of stressing to black kids, the sacrifices and accomplishments that our ancestors made in spite of a level of bigotry and racism that these people, us living today, can only speculate about. We've convinced these kids today, and a lot of these adults, that atrocities define us. That's why you will hear uh, Ida Bay Wells, the New York Times, all these woke-ass liberals, black and white. Y'all didn't even teach us about the Tulsa massacre. Y'all didn't even teach us about Emmett Till. Y'all didn't even teach it. Whatever atrocity they can think of, anything that white people did to black people in a negative way, we think that's black history. And we think that must be taught to black kids in order for them to have any kind of self-awareness. When you teach atrocities as a history, you're telling black kids you accomplished nothing, you're worth nothing, all you are is a punching bag for white people. So get used to it. And so when that person gets to the Olympics, that person has no pride in the country that they're representing. They have no pride in the flag. They have no pride in representing their country. It's all about them because that person has been brainwashed into believing black people accomplished nothing. The only thing black people accomplished was Barack Obama getting elected president. That's it. <laughs> oh, it's a good day. They don't know a damn thing about <laughs> Frederick Douglass, Susan King Taylor. They, they don't know anything about the people that laid down their lives for us to live free, for the right to represent this country. They don't know what Jesse Owens went through so that Carl Lewis, Simone Biles, Michael Johnson, uh, Dan. Cassius Clay. Cash, they could all live Sugar free. Sugar Ray Leonard. Could all represent this country. George Foreman could all make millions of dollars and live very pampered, gated community lives. So Jesse Owens and them made a bunch of sacrifices. Joe Lewis, not at the Olympics, but that fight he had with Max Schmeling. Yep. That was about representing us and showing American black exceptionalism. Knocking out Max Schmeling. Knocking down white supremacy in the process. That's what Jesse Owens and, and Joe Lewis did in 1936, and then Joe Lewis turned around in 1938. And Simone Biles quit? Because she's not in the right headspace? And we're going for this? We're going for this? Are you kidding me? She's injured, man. Injured how? And she, when, she tore her mental Achilles. You know who tore it, Jim? Because that's actually a good point. We tore it with the shit we've been putting in her there head. There you go. Watch out, man. Yeah, she's got the mental defect. We put it in her head. And there's all this pressure on all these athletes. Part of me, when I first read this story and saw it, I was like, I wonder if she's afraid to go on the medal stand. Or, I wonder or, if there's, or afraid she ain't going to make it on the medal stand. No, 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 no. It might be worse going on the medal stand as a gold medalist because they play your national anthem, and maybe she felt pressure. They play the national anthem, and she'd need to protest. Maybe she felt like she about to be set up. What's her name? Gwen Berry? It seemed yeah. to be going Gwen around. Berry, yeah. 
you know, America been doing that to people lately. <laughs> the, the, great point. The, the, the Gwen Berry, the hammer thrower, that uh, at the Olympic trials protested uh, through a tantrum because they played the national anthem. And, and, and Jim, I, I haven't, I'm going to go all the way there. This is, y'all can call me a sexist pig. Y'all, y'all, I, I don't. I don't hate or dislike black women, but damn it, I don't like or respect the way they're behaving. Mm -hmm. I don't like or respect the way we collectively are behaving either. Okay. As men. But damn it, I'm gonna call this, we wanna talk about all this black girl magic. This shit right here is black girl tragic. Wow. And there's a lot of that going on. Okay. And I don't care if you don't like me for saying it, but it's a fact. From, from Gwen Berry to Simone Biles. Cherry uh, Richardson. Shakari Richardson, mm -hmm. yeah. She, she's, oh my God. She, this whole damn Olympics now, I'm just thinking about it. My has mama been died six years ago. Has been defined by angry black women uh, who can't follow the rules and then allow all their handlers to wrap them in victimhood. Or you got Gwen Berry protesting you got Simone Biles quitting. Shakari Richardson, high as hell, looks like she's taking every uh, drug or every steroid Prescribed known to, man. to horses. And we're supposed to be good. We're not supposed to call this out. We're not supposed to tie these things together. That this is the angry black woman's Olympics. And look what we're getting. Are we getting the results? Or are, are, are we, are the, <laughs> Jim. Come on, ma. Come on, ma. All of this, what we're seeing at the Olympics, from the, hell, throw the U.S. men's Olympics basketball team in there. Well, I say, why and, are you stopping? Throw the clowns in there. And their, their terrible performance. We have radicalized a group of young people we all want to talk about uh, the, the, what, the Islamic jihadists have been radicalized and these terror cells, blah, blah. We've done that to our own people, black and white, but you're seeing it pronounced in sports, these black athletes that have been radicalized and made to hate their country. I think it's a different word. If I may, if, may, may, I, quote, may, I, quote, may I quote Megyn Kelly again? Wussification. We got, a, we, we, got a, we got a group, a generation of, wuss, of wussies. There certainly is that. I, I also think, and I hope I can unpack this properly, because I'm, I'm freelancing all of this, but I hope I can unpack this properly. What social media has done and, and it's most targeted at black people. Mm -hmm. That's why they have a black Twitter. They don't have a brown Twitter. They don't have a white Twitter. The Irish Twitter. They don't, have, they don't have any of that. It's targeted at black people. And what it has made black people that overindulge or don't understand what social media is doing to them, it's created a group of narcissists a group of a good word. people who, and, and Jim, this is, Jim and I had a discussion a few days ago over the weekend about the word pride. Mm -hmm. And it's created a misplaced pride, a dangerous level of pride, an a, a inappropriate version of pride, where people take pride in themselves and nothing else. They take pride in their individual accomplishments and pride in themselves. Pride in country, pride in helping others, pride in representing others, pride, a, a more selfless version of pride is non-existent in America right now. And we can see it in Simone Biles. She has a little goat insignia on her uniforms. I don't know if it's on the Olympic uniforms, 
but it's, it's, it's on her uniforms when she's not representing the country. She considers herself the GOAT. Things got a little tough last night. She performs poorly and quits. This is an egomaniac. This, that's what it is. She's an egomaniac. Because we know for a fact, let's take Ryan Lochte from the last Summer Olympics, the swimmer, that everybody beat up because, oh, he allegedly uh, exaggerated a story about being robbed in Brazil. Peeing outside of a gas station. Peeing, yeah, peeing in the bushes outside a locked gas station restroom. Let's say the U.S. men's swim team was in a head-to-head battle with Russia, <laughs> going for the remember the good old days. Yeah, <laughs> remember the good old yeah. days. Going for the, some sort of team title. Ryan Lock is like, hey, you know what? I'm not in the right headspace. Deuces. I'm gonna come back and compete two days. She's Simone Biles is talking about competing in the individual events. She's talking about it. She said she she couldn't go on but last night in the team event. But of course, but she's thinking about going on in the individual events. Imagine some white athlete white male athlete in particular. But hell, if it was a white female, they'd call her Karen and she would be roasted from here to eternity. Everybody right now is Selfish. living in fear of stating any kind of public criticism of Simone Biles because they know the system is rigged to obliterate them. Fear of a black woman. Fear of a black woman. <laughs> Hot damn, what happened to fear of a black man? How the hell y'all fear there's women more too. than you fear men? There's that, trust me, there's that too, because we were going to get into it today and we get into it later in the week. But th- there's also that too, Jim. There's a black privilege that's pervasive throughout corporate media and social media. I was going to talk about it, and we'll get into it tomorrow probably, but Deshaun Watson. He's on the Texans roster. He's not on the commissioner exempt list. He's, he's not being treated the way Ben Roethlisberger was treated. The media is afraid of him, so people aren't talking about it. He reported the training camp. He's getting paid business as usual. Roger Goodell put Ben Roethlisberger in 2010 on the commissioner's exempt list, suspended him for six games over allegations that never led to charges. I remember. Allegations that never led to charges. The prosecutor did not bring charges based on the allegations of a 20-year-old college student. They didn't bring charges. But Goodell reached the conclusion, well, Ben did something wrong. Six games, he's done. There's 22 massage therapists that with complaints about Deshaun Watson. There's 10 of them I was reading this morning that have filed criminal complaints. Deshaun Watson's in training camp like, a, like ain't a damn thing wrong. There's trade uh, rumors and demand for him at some point. He's still in demand despite all this hanging over his head. There is a black privilege that the media has set up White people are running around in fear. A lot of black people are running around in fear. We've created an environment where black people, if as long as you didn't vote for Trump, there's nothing you can do that anybody will say is wrong. There's nothing you will be held accountable for. And that woman last night, took her black privilege, and quit on this team. That's what she did. And social media, corporate media, we've created a climate and a culture that allows black people to do whatever the hell they want. Hey, I don't even like this country, but because it's good for me, I'm going to go represent uh, the United States in the Olympics. That's what, that's the message that a lot of the black basketball players, the, the hell, the, the white women's soccer team players, all, I don't even like this country, but because it's good for me, I'm gonna go do it. We've created the most selfish, narcissistic culture, maybe in the history of the planet, and we deserve 
whatever comes to us. Whatever China wants to do to us, is planning to do with us, we deserve every bit of it. And, and I say that knowing, hell, I may be one of the first people the Chinese come get and lock up. Yeah, LeBron James won't tell them to come get you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Hey, man, can I ask you something? Yeah, I'm not done, but go ahead. I, I, I'm just no, going to ask yeah, you this real yeah, quick, because yeah. yeah, I, I need to know this, man. I, I got a word, accountability. Where's the accountability? Not from social media, not from white America. Where's the accountability? I mean, why do we need somebody else to come in and tell us what we're doing wrong? Jim, I totally agree. But again, if, if you do what we're doing, you're going to be painted as a sellout. And that, oh, you're doing that uh, to please white conservatives. No, I'm not. I'm doing it because I actually recognize and, and feel compelled to represent the people who made all sorts of sacrifices so I could do this, so that I could live free. And I can't just let Simone Biles spit on people that shed blood, made real sacrifices for her to be on this stage. I would have rather her gone out there and fell down 10 more times than quit. I would respect her. I would respect Die her. Die trying. Seriously. Not, uh, you know, What's it, what are they, a coward dies a, th a thousand deaths, I'd a soldier dies with one? I'd rather win or lose than sit up on a fence. I'd rather win or lose than sit up on a fence. Damn that, I'm, I'm going out trying. I ain't going to be up in the stands. I, I, I just, honestly, good. she's 24, and as she told her teammates, uh, you know, this is your first Olympics. Basically what she said, I'm your leader and I'm quitting. She chucked deuces on her team. Right. I'm your leader, and I'm quitting. She demoralized her teammates. They're sitting there. She said, I'm not in the right headspace. She just put her teammates in, in the in wrong headspace. In a bad headspace. Space, headspace. Again, what leadership and being the senior member of the team is, even when you're not in the right headspace, you carry on. You swallow it and 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 do things to benefit your teammates. Hold on, but real, real quick, while, while you get your thought, just, just real quick, yeah. just real quick, because we just talking about this. And I just, Tony, uh, 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 Terrell Davis in the Super Bowl. Remember hearing the stories about him in the Super Bowl and he said, I can't see? Yeah. He said, I can't see. I have a migraine, I can't see. And they're like, look man, just go this way, run. Hey man, that's what I'm talking about right there. You understand? I've had migraines and I couldn't see. Jim, the message now is that take, remember Ronnie Lott allegedly cut off part of his finger to keep playing? You remember Steve DeBerg snapping his finger in place in Kansas City to get back playing? Go ahead. Willis Reed limping around on one leg for the, uh, who, was, was that the Nets? Knicks, the Knicks, mm -hmm. yeah, Will, for the Knicks in the NBA Finals, limping around. It, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo, just this past year. Why don't y'all call him the Greek freak no more? Well, because we learned how to pronounce his name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this is what we've been doing, and, and so. This is what greatness is made of. Yes. Carrie, I don't want to leave women out of it. That's why we Mary talked Lou about Carrie Strug. Well, Mary Lou Retton had surgery before exactly. her Olympic appearance uh, and, and soldiered on. This is what athletes have been doing forever. And maybe one of the things we have to do and make the adjustment of as a society is that athletes just aren't who they used to be. And let's remove them from that pedestal. They don't represent us in any real way anymore. They're, they don't represent the best of us in any real way. They're individual little narcissistic brands out to do whatever is in their best interest. They don't represent America. They don't represent ideals, ideals that your kids should aspire to. They're just cold-hearted business people. Remember back in the day with the Olympics? False gods. Re re ooh. Remember back in the day with the Olympics? 
when these people would go to the Olympics, you really wanted to do well in the Olympics. You wanted to get the gold in the Olympics because that's when you got your endorsements. Your endorsements. That's when you made your money. These guys don't need to make no money now. These guys are. They don't need the endorsements. They, they don't get the money. Yeah, Gwen Berry can get the money. She knows she she knows she's not going to do anything at the Olympics. She can make money off Cherry of protesting. Richardson. Shakari Richardson got deals without ever going to the Olympics. She turned smoking weed and breaking the rules into an endorsement for some vape company, didn't there she? There you go. There you go. Re real quickly, Jason, I, I got four names for you. And, and this goes to what you've been saying. And I'm surprised you didn't go here because you talked about it, hell, yesterday. I got four names for you. Colin Kaepernick, LeBron James, Naomi Osaka, Osaka and Simone Bales. You know what the four got in common? What? Besides being owned by Nike? What? They all quitters. I think Nike is finally getting ready to buy them in the Olympics. They got all of their star players not performing. All of these people are Nike, are Nike people and they all quitting. Am I right or wrong? Jim, it's the best point you've ever made since I've been working with you. Uh, that <laughs> LeBron James quit on the Cleveland Cavaliers. He just quit on the Olympic team. Hold on, no. Okay, quit on the Cleveland Cavaliers okay. against the Boston Celtics. Right. Went to Miami, and in that first season when they played the Dallas Mavericks, a lot of people were like, wow, LeBron disappeared again against Dirk Nowitzki, cost him a title. He quit on Miami and went back to Cleveland. Ghosted. He quit on Cleveland and went to my uh, went back to went to Los Angeles. Colin Kaepernick again. Oh, he's been blackballed out of the NFL. No, nah, that he dude quit. quit, man. He quit. He could have gone and signed a. Could have had a workout, but you showed up with a Kuta Kente shirt on. Go ahead, man. He quit. Naomi Osaka, uh, she she. Quits a strong words. Didn't she refuse to play or decline to play in some event because she said her mental health was unstable. was off, was unstable. And then Simone Biles, they said yesterday, referenced Naomi Osaka in her decision to quit, and that <laughs> Nike needs to change its slogan to just quit it. <laughs> just quit. Just quit it. I like that's. It. Jim, I'm so glad you made that point. It's, I got more to say. Yeah, every now and then the sunshine. I, I got more out. to say, but first I want to tell you about our good friends at Built.com, Built Bars. Go to Built.com, use promo code FEARLESS to save 15% off your first order. You can use the promo code FEARLESS for 15% off Built.com. Built I think, Jim, our favorite is the orange. Man, I, that orange is that, that that orange is the truth, man. I yeah. like that. Uh, I I you've been eating a lot of the coconut ones though. I, I think. Yeah, that, that yeah, I, and I like them. Yeah. Cor Corey has a stash of them in his Corey's office. Corey's a grasshopper man. Yeah, but I have to uh, <laughs> I have to go raid his office from time to time. But the reason why I can just talk for forty straight minutes with the kind of enthusiasm and excitement I just did is because of Built Bar. No crash. I, absolutely no crash. They're not loaded with sugars that make you crash. It's, it's an awesome pick-me-up. I'm sitting, I worked out this morning. I'm here on a fast, had a little Built Bar, had a banana. I'm good to go. Go to Built.com and use promo code FEARLESS to save 15% off your first order. Use promo code FEARLESS for 15% off at Built.com. All right, welcome back. Jason Whitlock, more fearless. I am not done with the Black Girl Tragic Olympics. Uh, that's what we're calling this. Simone Biles has quit. Uh, Shakari Richardson uh, smoked her way out of the Olympics. Gwen Berry uh, wanted to protest during the Olympic trials and make a, a fool of herself. Naomi Osaka uh, beat in, 
in the early rounds of the Olympics. Yeah, this is the Black Girl Tragic Olympics. Mm -hmm. And I want to try to summarize my thoughts today. And, and you know, we scrapped the normal show. There will be no approval rating. Uh, Simone Biles will be a dumpster fire. Uh, if we, if can we, we, just, can we just do that real quick? <laughs> dumpster <laughs> fire. Dumpster fire. But I want to summarize and try to go big picture here at the end. And, and there's a reason why I brought out my flag. And it's, it's the whole left, corporate media, every, the politicians bought and paid for by China, Everybody wants to commit, uh, convince black people that our journey here in America is a tragedy. Hmm. And, you know, tragedy, I think, is a play off the word tragic. Tragic. And, and it, our journey here has not been a tragedy up until these recent years when we have been completely thrown off course. And it's, it's been 60 years in the making, as I've talked about, uh, and we're gonna talk more about the Moynihan Report later this week. Uh, but, but as I talked about, since the 1960s in the Moynihan Report, when America started divesting in black men, the black family, family structure, men in general. We've been headed down this course. And I believe what we're seeing at the Olympics is the culmination of 60 years worth of emasculation of America in general, black people in particular. Hmm. And we've been convinced that, you go girl, Yaz queen. These women got it from here. I don't believe they got it from here. And I don't believe we're holding them to a standard that men would be held to. Everybody's afraid to talk about Simone Biles and say what they really think and know happened. She quit. And she quit because she's been begged to quit for the last 60 years, no different than what I said about Maria Taylor, 55 years in the making. There you go. I was waiting for you to bring her up. Here we go again with, this has been 55 years in the making, the whole recasting of American history. When Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights Movement got all the way to the 1965 Civil Rights Act and, and we got our full citizenship here in America, that was supposed to set off a new day, new opportunities, new educational opportunities, new, new work opportunities. It should have been a time where we transitioned into the strengthening of American culture and black American culture in particular. But the left for the past 50 year, 55 years has set on a, on, on a course of destroying black people. They destroyed the black man, and now they're letting black women finish the job on black people. Mm. Mm. This little display we've seen over the last few months is absolutely despicable, but it speaks to what the left has created by reshaping the black American narrative into a tragedy, and it's just not. Our story from 1619 all the way through 1965 was something that could be written in a new Bible. Hmm. We would be the heroes and like, man, look what faith in God did for this group of people. Look what they survived. Look what they accomplished in spite of. In spite look of. at what they drove the country to do. And I've explained this multiple times, but I'm trying to get people to understand. Black people love it. We built America. 
<laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't. And did we play a role in building America? Absolutely. But to act like we singularly built America, that's, that's a line of bullshit. Quit telling yourself that. I'll tell you what we did. We inspired America. Mm. Our fight for freedom is what made America great. It's what made America live up to the Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution. We put America on steroids. Our fight for freedom, our heroic, dignified fight for freedom. They want to call all of that now respectability politics. As if black men in suits and ties and demanding that they be treated as men, that's respectable and it's some sort of, it's, it's negative. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Our fight forced America to increase freedom and live up to the ideas expressed in our founding documents. We made America great. Mm. And now we want to get offended. Anytime, anytime anybody has the nerve to say, let's make America great again. That's now the curse word. And oh my God, you're a Trump supporter. No, I'm somebody that actually understands our history. I have, it, this isn't some interpretation given to me by some white handlers or some white liberals. This is my own interpretation from studying history and actually having A the brain. bandwidth and the brain <laughs> to put it in proper context. There you, go. there you go. The people running around thinking, oh my God, we gotta teach our kids about all the atrocities that were done to us. Look what happened to us, rather than look what, what we, we did. did. Come on, man. Come Those on, man. are people that want us to fail and want this country to fail. Mm -hmm. We had been America's moral conscience, and the left and them white liberals that you're in love with have made us America's immoral conscience from Lil Nas X to Jay-Z to all of them promoting this degeneracy, buffoonery, immorality, satanic Say it. thought process. We're the leaders of that. And now, here's our best and brightest on display at the Olympics. And they have no interest in representing the country that has showered them with riches and freedom beyond their belief. These ungrateful, despicable, mm. Mm. I'm Thank not gonna say it, I've been cussed enough you. today. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you. Simone Biles, what she just did, cowardly, cowardly. Cowardice. And everybody, oh, God, Jason Whitlock, he, he's critical of Simone Biles. He criticized Serena Williams 10 years ago. He don't like black women. I don't like what has been done to us hmm. and what we've allowed. I don't like the brainwashing, hmm. the lack of accountability, the lack of expectations for greatness. I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm like, she's on the biggest stage in the world. She has a chance to represent the United States. She has a chance to represent black people. I quit. I'm not in the right head space. I just said, if my mama had quit, oh, I'm not in the right head space to work these two jobs. I'm not in the right head space to work this overtime at Western Electric. And raise these two kids. I'm not in the right headspace to push my two boys ahead. I quit. Where would your headspace be? 
No, no, but I quit. what is she is? I quit. That's what too many of these mamas is doing. That's what too, I'm going to take this, that's what too many of us are doing. Mm-hmm. We think they've won and we're giving up. We think we should all, let's just lay back and wait on God to come here and rescue us. Wait on the next stimulus check. No, no, no. We're literally, people are sitting around waiting on God, waiting on Jesus to come back and rescue us. That's what he said. Let me tell you something. It's just like last week when we did Harmony and me and Pastor Bobby tried to tell y'all, when he comes back, there's going to be a lot of people disappointed who think they're going, who ain't. <laughs> yeah. There may not be but one or two people that actually go. I told you, my uncle said you can take all the real men of God and put them in a station wagon. He might not, he might be, <laughs> he might be right. You might be able to put them in the back of an Uber, That's a, a small one, That's a, a Hyundai. Man. Uber. That, that's a shame. And, and I'm not joking because everybody said, oh, well, I ain't got to do nothing. Jesus is going to fix this. Jesus got me. We have to fix it. Say it, bro. Say it. This sick mentality that's being shoved down the throats of young people, black and white. And I, I get so proud when I see people, parents at these school board meetings fighting this race religion, critical race theory that everybody's promoting and being shoved down kids' throats. It's anti-American sentiment being shoved down our kids' throats. And what they're gonna do is create quitters like Simone Biles, people who only take pride in themselves. Not the team. People who, 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 who don't take pride in their ability to help others, help their country, spread a gospel that that saves lives. Hmm. All we're interested in is our own veneration. And 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 this race religion. Our, <laughs> we have to wake up. This country has been flawed, but good to us. We're not going anywhere. We have no interest in going anywhere. None. Where the hell are we going to go? Jim, we don't. Where the hell are we going to go? You could put AK-47s at the heads of a lot of these people talking on TV about how much they hate America and how it's system, systemically racist, they wouldn't leave here at gunpoint. You know what I wish the next stimulus check would be, honestly? is like relocation packages for all these people that claim they hate America and it's systemically they ain't go racist. Nowhere. No, we need to put out, I, I promise you, if I ever ran for president, that would be my platform. I got relocation packages. You think LeBron James would leave? I'd have a relocation uh, stimulus check sent to his house. I'd offer to buy, him, buy and build them houses in whatever country they think they want to go to. You think, you think Colin Kaepernick would leave? Hell no. He could go over there with some people that, you know what, he, could wear, he could go over there with Castro. That's what I was going to say. Let's relocate him to Cuba. Let's start the American relocation program. And I guarantee for every one of them that took the relocation package, <laughs> there'd be a million coming from the south the other direction to get in, to replace I'd love to see Colin Kaepernick go over there to Cuba and get into a, a public somewhere and take a, and take a knee against Castro. And Castro's he, dead. He, he, be missing, <laughs> he got a brother running. Yeah. Yeah, or whoever. But again, even if it was Castro, they wouldn't allow it. He wouldn't get back up? I'd like to send him over to the Middle East and let him pull some of this bullshit. <laughs> I'd like to send them to China. And you gonna send them to their daddy? I bet you if Simone Biles was representing China, she wouldn't have quit. Oh, well, yeah, she, she quit, but you wouldn't see her no more. <laughs> now, hold on now, hold on, wait a minute. Remember the good old days when they talk about how hard these countries was being on their athletes? Remember back in the good old days, the purpose of the Olympics was to see who was the best. Yeah. I mean, you know, you had Russia. Germany, uh, 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 China, 
uh, uh, the, 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 the Jamaican bobsled team. I mean, it was the, it was the purpose of seeing who was the best. Yeah. And it, it got so bad that, you know, Russia, you know, if you didn't do good in some of these countries, you come up missing. Jim, let's take the Olympics out of it. Let's just go down south and see how seriously they take soccer and who would come up dead if they didn't perform in the World Cup. <laughs> I think it was some Colombian, maybe Man, it was Colombian I don't want to be in the whatever. stands at the a soccer game. The cartels. Yeah. Again, you get smoked. Literally. For, for not performing at the World Cup. Literally. And Simone Bahana in the right head space. Uh, my mind. Black girl tragic. And y'all keep applauding it and oh, we got to protect them, blah, blah, blah. No, we need to raise them properly. We need to give them the information necessary for them to perform under pressure and achieve at the highest level academically, athletically, in whatever endeavor they choose. All this quitting, because I didn't get my way and I'm not in the right headspace. And oh my God, uh, Rachel Nichols was on a phone conversation and she didn't say nice things about me. I quit. I'm going to NBC. She talked about my front lace. <laughs> Y'all can hate me if you want to. Pure fact. I'm done. We'll see you tomorrow.